hello everybody welcome back to another episode of leon's corner in this episode we're going to be talking about the topic of romanticizing your life and i'm gonna be discussing this with my good friend sara hi everybody so i feel like a lot of us have heard the term or the phrase romanticize your life especially lately within the past couple like year or two you see it all over tiktok and it's usually you know these pretty girls just taking like really cute videos of like capturing their cute little moments like at the beach or grocery shopping and everything looks ideal and perfect and it's just going around like romanticize your life so i want to know to you what does that mean what does it mean to romanticize your life i feel like it the word romanticize came especially from tiktok because i feel like through generations the word romanticize has changed meaning and it has a different meaning in another generation for me i will say that i'm grateful that i'm grateful in my life because the word romanticize it's basically you're you're making special all those little moments in your life but in tiktok you're recording them in like 0.0 or whatever and then you're making little cute videos and you're cutting them and you're making the scene perfectly this actually the word the the whole romanticizing your life uh like movement started when people was romanticizing new york and you will see them romanticizing every single day going to the coffee shop but then you will see the streets and it was pure garbage like piles of garbage but it was like oh my gosh she's going for her coffee yeah but she's going through her like garbage to get there and we're not seeing that because we're only seeing like oh wow she's making this the whole perfect key. little exactly. game yeah and that that was my not a problem with it but that was my whole thing with like romanticizing your life mm-hmm. is that on tiktok everything seems perfect mm-hmm. they just make these cute little clips and they edit it so that it's the perfect moment yeah but in order to get to that perfect moment you have to walk through the shitty streets exactly. with all the garbage and the rats exactly. you know and it's like i was listening to this podcast from this girl that i really like and she was saying how romanticizing is not all about like making this cute little perfect moments it's more about like honoring the life that you're already living exactly. learn how to fall in love with the life that you have exactly so that's why like i will say that yes i do romanticize my life but at the same time because i was uh, i was looking at um some videos and the girl was like, at the end of the day, it's just it just means you have to be grateful for all the little moments in your life. It's just being blessed, being grateful, but whatever you want to call it, right? But people like Gen Zs, which is us, but like the new like the new generation in that the new years, like from two thousand to whatever, um, is especially like they call it romanticized. Like, they're romanticizing everything, which I love. I'm a huge romanticizing. I romanticize everything in my life, so... But what does that mean? What Like, what do you mean when you I say make, I romanticize I everything? make everything special. I make every single moment special. I make cleaning special. I make... And, I'm, and, I'm, and I record me cleaning 
do you see my videos? No, but I record, like, I love recording me cleaning and, like, uh, I have a bunch of snails. Cleaning my snails for me is the funniest thing ever. So I romanticize that. I love uh, driving around. Getting Taco Bell for me is, like, the most special thing. So those little moments, you have to be, like, I have the time for this. Like, this is my time. This is me. You can romanticize your time with your friends. You can romanticize the time with yourself, especially because at the end of the day, it's about making the moment special for you. You have to be grateful about you, about what you have and what you make of a situation. Because if even if you're in a bad situation, you can romanticize it and make it special. And how would you suggest that people do that? It, it all comes with positivity. I know it's hard, but como todo el mundo dice, you have to see that light at the end of the tunnel. So would you say that romanticizing your life is more about the attitude that you have towards your life? Exactly, because how you said it, you have to get to the coffee, you have to go through a shitty street, right? But if you only focus on how shitty the fucking street is, when you get to the coffee, it's like, oh my God. Look what I got. Like, look look at this freaking coffee after walking this shitty street. Then if you only look at the coffee, you're like, oh, my God, best coffee ever. Oh, did you, didn't you see the shitty street? No, I was so focused on the coffee that I did not see the shitty street. Yes, you should have. But if you ignore it, you it, that's it. If you focus on the bad, that's what's going to be the main story. You have to remember that the main story, it's what's at the end. That's mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it is important, but it's not the end. That's just the the street that you have to walk in. I like that. I like the way that you put it because I thought, quite frankly, I thought we were going to have two completely different views. <laughs> and and <clears throat> because TikTok just makes it this huge, big thing that is not true necessarily, yeah. you yeah. know? Like... And that's why you hear this all the time. Like, social media is a version of the story. It's not the reality. Like, everything that we post on social media, myself included, is not the full story. Mm -hmm. It's not all rainbows and sunshine. I was looking, I was uh, listening, sorry to interrupt you. I was listening to a podcast of two Mexican guys, and he was like, they're older. So, one of them was like, oh my god, I missed my life before I had a phone. And the other one was like, yeah, because before, I feel like we had a life without our phones. Now, our lives is our phones. Whatever we put, we we have we have a social media life. We don't have a life anymore. We only have a social media life. That's it. That's, it's, it's clear, like, what people see, it's your social media life, and that's what they focus every opinion on. Agreed every opinion because it's what it's the only thing that you show it's the only thing that you're actually in there and for me it's so I, I posted a tiktok what like two days ago i think uh i was getting uh ready to go somewhere i really don't remember where but i wear man's boxers and my friend was like oh yeah i saw you in your man's boxers yeah we're men's boxers like most of the girls do they're all the difference is that there's like the girls on TikToks are wearing Calvin Klein, and I'm wearing 
um, Hanes, Kirkland, fucking Costco, Walmart, Costco brand. So <laughs> that's the only fucking difference. That's the only difference between me and the girl who's wearing Calvin Klein. That's it. We're wearing men's boxers, but hers are brand and mine are not. But at the end of the day, I can't show people that I'm wearing Calvin Klein because at the end of the day, I'm not gonna spend. How I don't know. I don't know. I don't buy Calvin Klein, but whatever, and in like man's boxes when I just use them to sleep. Yeah, that's it. You put whatever you put out there is what people focus their opinion on, and it's and yeah. it's understandable. I mean, we focus our opinions on other people and on social media too. So at the end of the day. When you meet them in person, it's the, that's the reason why everybody's like, oh my god, I thought you were this way, because that's the only thing that they see. Until they actually meet you, it's what they, it's what they can say, like, what they actually, like, in your hands. Yeah, but that's the thing, though, like, for me, I love, I love social media, and I love being somewhat consistent mm-hmm. on it. I wouldn't say I'm fully consistent, <laughs> but... I'm somewhat consistent, and I love sharing bits and pieces of my life. I love sharing moments that make me happy. I love sharing things that I do and that I enjoy doing, like going to the gym. I love sharing when I'm at the gym. I love sharing progress. I love sharing going on vacation, all the things that I do. I love sharing little things like that, but I also don't have a problem sharing where something's wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem putting on my stories, holy crap, today I had the worst day ever, and this is what happened, and just ranting my ass out. And, like, if people want to see it, they'll see it, and if people don't want to see it, they'll just skip my stories. Yeah. You know, but I don't... I don't want an idea of my life being fully perfect to be out there. Because it's not true. Nobody's life is perfect. Nobody's perfect. No matter how perfect they might look on Instagram, on TikTok, whatever it is. Yeah. It's not true. And that's... The problem with all these content creators that they put everything out there so perfectly. They they do everything so perfect. They romanticize it in such an ideal way. And it's like, your life is not like that. You're like, that's your, crazy. Your bits that, and pieces are like that. doesn't look like that. Huh, that's crazy. <clears throat> and it's like, and then we strive so hard to be that. Because yeah. we're like, you know what? If she can be that perfect, if she can be that neat, so can I. Yeah. But it's not true. Your kitchen's not going to be perfect 24-7. You might have, like, a day that it's, like, spotless and beautiful, and that's when you record the thing. Yeah. But your life is not always perfect that's and right. clean and neat. Or the lighting. Oh, my God. That lighting is amazing. And yeah. Meanwhile, the girl is standing in a kitchen with seven light boxes all around <laughs> her just to make this perfect-ass bowl of cereal and, I don't know, granola. I don't eat healthy shit but in the morning. But, yeah, that's what I mean. Exactly, and it's just like, I I don't have a problem, and I love being on TikTok, I love seeing people and the videos that they create, I love it, because in some way, it's it's a kind of art, like, you really have to have Mm -hmm. the eye for it, to edit it, to make it look so beautiful, and I appreciate the content, I love the content, I just wish that they're, they were also putting realistic things out there. Yeah. Like, like the people that do, like, a day in my life, and Mm -hmm. everything is like perfection and beauty mm-hmm. and entertainment and everything's great and it's like is, is that like, a realistic do, do you, day in your life do you do you work because <laughs> uh, i work at nine to five and when i get out it's already five thirty. and by the end of that i get home i have to nap if i have the time or make something for dinner 
to go to the gym and then come and eat it. And then I knocked out. So when do you have the time for all this? And it's completely understandable. We don't, like, we all have different lives. And I, this is another thing that has been romanticized. TikTok. Like, oh, quitting your 9 to 5 job and risking it. Yeah. But how how can you, like, the entertainment business is such an unstable entertainment. You can be up and high, like, in the point of your career where nobody's bringing you down. One wrong step, you're all the way down with all of us. Like, completely. So that, I feel like it's completely wrong. It's completely wrong that we're romanticizing. Like, I love my 9 to 5. I love my 9 to 5. I work 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, and my weekends are off. That's it. I don't do, I don't post on TikTok to become famous because there's no way in heaven I'm doing it. <laughs> but I don't, like, I don't care if I do it or not. Exactly. I do it because I like, you know, I like to edit. I like the having to, like, wait until the, the thing goes into one to put your shoe <laughs> on and to tie it up. And, you know, like, all those little cute things. And... I feel like it's so important for me romanticizing everything. I love romanticizing everything. I love going in the car, listening to music, and putting my favorite music. I know you hate country, but for me, country is such an amazing, like... Genre. Yeah, like, I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love putting music and just blasting it and singing it. Am I on a, on a red light? Yes. Am I singing and, like, moving my arms and, like, waving and everything? Yes. Because I feel like nobody's looking at me. And I feel like I'm in a freaking movie. Like, in a in a scene where the girl doesn't notice. And then at the end of the, like, the line, there's a car who's looking. Like, there's a guy in the car who's looking at her and be like, oh, my gosh, she is so spontaneous. <laughs> Do I look to see if there's anybody? No, because I'm afraid that when I look, people are actually looking at me and they bring me down. But I romanticize that. I romanticize that one day somebody's going to be in a bar. Oh, my God, I saw you in a traffic light and you oh were blasting your music and you were so cute. Is it going to happen? No, but in my brain, it happens. I have concerts in my room. I I've seen... I've seen myself standing in a stage in my brain singing whatever and I see my friends down because it's rehearsal time. Like <laughs> I, I romanticize everything. Singing in my room, dancing in my room. Mm-hmm. It's really important that you put those things because if you if you minimize everything in your life, you're gonna be miserable. Like I can say, Oh yeah, I dance in my room. No. I'm dancing, and I think I'm in a stage. <laughs> like, I'm performing with Bad Bunny next week, right. okay? She's so, Beyonce. Yes. I'm, uh, you know, all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Uh, like, if you don't do it, your life, it's going downhill. Completely. So, that is, it's really important that you remember that all those little things, you have to focus on that. You have to focus on that, because if not... You're just gonna see a wall with a black dot, a white wall with a black dot, and focus so bad on whatever you're you don't have that you're not focused on the black dot. People say, "Oh, don't focus on the black dot because it's a bad thing." No, focus on it and see what you can do to make it bigger. And then at the end, it's gonna be so big that it's gonna cover the entire wall. 
That's it. It's going to cover the entire wall if you add all those little moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like the perspective of it. I, I agree with you. I definitely think it's more of an attitude type of thing. You mm-hmm. have to change your attitude in order to just value all the little things in life. Um, I, gu- I guess romanticizing your life can be taken in different contexts. And everybody understands it differently. So I just wanted to clarify what it meant to me and you. I was going to say that. What do you What do you think is romanticizing your life? Well, like I said earlier, to me, the way that I saw it before was like romanticizing your life was creating little perfect moments. Mm-hmm. Or making it seem like you have little perfect moments. Mm -hmm. Like that's all you're capturing. Mm. So instead of, for example, saying like romanticize your life. It's more like like value the life that you already have. Mm -hmm. Make those perfect moments. Not for for TikTok. Not for the views. Not because that's what you may want to make it seem like. Mm -hmm. But for you. Do it for yourself. Do it because you love it. Do it because... You want to be there. You want to do those things. You enjoy doing those things. Like Mm -hmm. I said, like for me, I put content out there that I enjoy, Mm -hmm. that I like doing. That's important. I like going to the gym, so I post about it. I like making my smoothies, so I post about it. I like drinking my greens, so I post about it. I like doing my self-care, so I post about it. Mm -hmm. Like those are little important pieces of my life that I love. Mm -hmm. Not... I don't really care if everybody else loves it. Mm-hmm. If you want to see it, you'll see it. And if you don't, then unfollow me. Mm-hmm. Don't look at my stories. I don't know. Figure it out. It's your mm-hmm. problem, not mine. You know? That's so, important. It's it, important to know that it's a you problem, not a me problem. Exactly. And and that that's where, like, all of the thing came for me. It was more like, romanticize your life sounds beautiful, but it's really just value the moments that you already have mm-hmm. and make and fall in love with that. Fall in love with the moments that you're already living. You should always strive for more. You should always imagine more in your life and mm-hmm. be ambitious enough to work for it and go and get it. But don't hate the stage that you are right now because it's all part of the process. Don't think you're settling. Exactly. And even, like, because, like, people say, oh, I'm going, like, like, I don't think I'm ever going to get an apartment. I never thought I was going to live alone. You know what I mean? Like, you need to see it. You need to see it. When I was in sixth grade, I I thought that I was going to, I was going to, that was it. I was sixth grade, and I was never going to go to high school because in Costa Rica, it's sixth grade is high um, middle school, school, middle school, and then you go to high school, school and seventh grade. So, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm never going to, like, high school. It's just not going to happen. Fuck me. Like, that's it. My life is ending. And then my dad was like, oh, you're going to high school. And I was like, I can do that. He's like, of course you can do it. What are you talking about? Like, of course. Like, from here you go up. And I was like, oh, okay. And now you see, you have to see it. You have to see it. And with romanticizing, it comes the word manifestation. And we've put it out, like, so many times manifestation putting it on the universe like saying it out loud you can call it whatever you want but i feel like romanticizing your life and manifestation comes hand to hand it's something that you need to like oh yeah like right now i'm 
uh, I have to make coffee in my house. But you know what? In the future, I'm going to get a membership from like a coffee shop and I'm going to get coffee every single day. Because like there's coffee shops who have like memberships and like if you're a regular user, you can pay only a certain amount in the month. So now, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, do you know what I mean? Like those kind of things. Yeah. They're super important. You need to remember that. You need to remember that. What do you think? It's something that you do because this is another thing. It's about romanticizing your daily, like your everyday. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's something that you do in the like in your day that you will say, "I romanticize this." I would say that I romanticize my morning routine. Like mm-hmm. I've fallen into a routine that I've really come to love, and it's been within like the past year or so. And it's not perfect, but and I'm still working on it because there are things that I want to farther more and, like, go into detail and just be more submerging to the whole experience. Mm-hmm. But, like, for example, in the mornings, like, when I wake up, I have um, I have it already set on my phone that I get a Bible verse in the morning. Okay. And that's the first thing I do is I open my Bible app and read the Bible verse. Mm-hmm. And... Like, I talked about it earlier in my episode of last week. Mm-hmm. I want to do more Bible study. I want to submerge myself more into that and actually analyze the Bible and what the word means as opposed to just reading it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm reading the quotes every morning and then I'm understanding what it's saying, but I'm not analyzing it. Mm-hmm. I'm not comprehending it and I'm not really getting the message behind it. Indeed. You know, but that's that's something that I really love doing in the morning. So that's like the first thing I do. And then I have my journal app. So I, again, have it set on the notification so that it pops up and mm-hmm. I have to do it. Mm-hmm. Because to me, that's just the most effective way to do it. It's like a to-do list. Like mm-hmm. if I have the notification, I'm going to click on it and I'm going to get it done. Because mm-hmm. if I don't see it in front of me, quite frankly, I'm just not going to do it. I'm yeah. going to forget and I'm not going to do it. You know, so then I do my mm-hmm. my journaling for the day and mm-hmm. and then I get up. Um, I am guilty of scrolling on social media. I'll get up and I'll sit there and like go on Facebook and Instagram. And yes, I still do go on Facebook. Every once I was going to say that. So I'll, I'll sit there. It's more for cheese meal. Yeah, it's more for like family <laughs> drama. And um, and then like once I'm ready, I'll get up, make my bed. That's something that I've been doing the past couple months that I've really fallen in love to. Making my bed in the morning. Yeah, you it know makes the me people feel... who makes their bed, they're like two hundred percent more more likely to become millionaires. It's just <laughs> it's such a good part of. It makes me feel like I'm accomplishing things already, like just making my bed in the morning, and it's so quick and so easy, so simple. I never read about that, but it's so beautiful. I used to make my bed all the time when I was little. Like my grandma had me make my bed every single day, and then. It stopped when I moved here because everything in the States is so rushed. Like, you're always rushing and Mm -hmm. you're always on the go that you really don't have time. Well, you feel like you don't have time for anything, Mm -hmm. but you do. Yeah. And so I'm falling back into the habit because it literally takes two minutes Mm -hmm. to make your bed. Yeah. Two minutes. So if you wake up five minutes early, 
you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. You can, you will have that time to make your bed. Yeah. Like, and that's the whole thing. Like, I romanticize waking up at the time that I do. Mm -hmm. Like, I give myself enough time to do all of these things in the morning, mm -hmm. to read the Bible verse, to journal, to make my bed, to get up of my bed and actually go to the kitchen and make my greens, make my smoothie for the day. Doing all these things, and it's hard, and it's not always easy mm -hmm. to just fall in love with the process. Like, sometimes I'm lazy, and I'm like, damn, I really don't want to make my smoothie today. I'll just start by the coffee shop, and I'll, I'll stop by the bakery and give myself, mm -hmm. like, un cafecito y, y pan. Like, mm -hmm. because I'm so lazy, and I don't want to do all these healthy stuff. But that's also okay. It's mm -hmm. okay to do all of those things. But so and it's okay to not feel like you want to do it another day. Mm -hmm. That is something that you're like, you know what? I'm gonna stay here. I'm not gonna get up. Like I don't feel like it. And it's and it's important. And it's important to know that it's okay to do that. Like it's okay that you don't want to wake up that day. Yeah. And it, it there's it it's important that people remember that. Thank you for listening. Gracias, mi gente. Y nos vemos en dos semanas. Also, if you hear a lot of background noise, it's because I had to record this after we filmed the podcast. And there's a lot of noise. But, you know, don't mind it. It's the end of the episode. We'll continue for part two next week on Friday. Part two is also good. So tune in next week. Thank you. I'll see you next week.